0: Uh, listened to mm, this music talk since the beginning before we start I want to point out that um, from now on if you like to contribute to this podcast which is uh, done just by me with no sponsoring or uh, other support uh, you can donate through a link that uh, should be available on all uh, the platforms uh, it's either a link to Patreon or to other alternatives if you feel uh, uh, generous uh, it will be mm, greatly appreciated can be mm, 1 dollar, 1 pound 5, 10, 20 as much as you like um, now let's go into the topic of today today I wanted to render homage to one of my favorite uh, jazz artists of all time uh, Michel Petrucciani has been for me uh, particularly significant because um, as I grew up uh, uh, as a classical pianist with a uh, let's say more traditional classical training um, I found for many years uh, the world of jazz extremely fascinating but uh, distant difficult to to grasp and um, one of the things that attracted me the most were, was the um, technical aspect of uh, uh, piano playing and i was certainly more inclined to listen to those pianists who had somehow um, a virtuosic approach to uh, piano playing like uh, Oscar Peterson or um, Bill Evans or um, Keith Jarrett at the same time I always found a bit tricky to uh, grasp and understand what uh, jazz was, what swing was, um, what what type of uh, approach one should have towards improvisation to uh, to sound jazz. And um, it took me obviously a few years to uh, kind of answer these questions. But certainly, I remember feeling some sort of distance towards the more Traditional or the oldest type of jazz, represented by, for example, Thelonious Monk, Miles Davis, or, <coughs> or even Charlie Parker, um, Petrucciani, in this sense, was of great help. Uh, I can, I can certify after more than twenty years that Petrucciani represented some sort of uh, gateway to better understanding of the world of jazz and uh, um, an artist like him was uh, able to somehow put himself in between uh, languages and style creating uh, a bridge uh, between uh, a more uh, uh, traditional approach to jazz improvisation and uh, uh, the modern times as I was saying Petrucciani has been one of the greatest jazz talents of our time he unfortunately died very young at uh, the age of 36 only in 1999 Um, and another thing that perhaps you already know about Michel Petrucciani is that he was uh, affected by a genetic disease uh, quite uh, terrible um, that uh, provided him with uh, significant difficulties uh, and physical pain all throughout his life Um, despite his short life he accomplished enormously Uh, he managed in this in his let's say 15-20 years uh, of activity to perform in the most uh, well-known jazz venues around the world with uh, some of the most uh, Uh, remarkable and accomplished individuals and artists uh, in the jazz field he was a virtuoso piano player what I've always found uh, incredible in his uh, technique uh, is its clarity of tone and the way the sound projects outwards Uh, it's a very um, physical solid and a um, convincing way of producing sound. Um, this is certainly a personal approach to jazz piano that, uh, in many ways, distinguished him from uh, uh, a more typical, uh, perhaps uh, unrefined, maybe unfinished uh, style of playing piano that uh, characterizes, uh, positively, I'd say the piano playing of the the, the greatest jazz masters I'm thinking of uh, someone like uh, Herbie Hancock, for example um, who has a more intuitive and much less refined way of playing uh, the instrument Um, certainly among the things that I would uh, consider outstanding in Herbie Hancock's playing is not the technique, is not the clarity of tone but in Petrucciani we have such a clarity the tone is so full as if he was um, pronouncing, declamating, uh, interpreting with deep intention uh, every single note he played so instead of uh, looking into Petrucciani's biography and history I'll point out three qualities of his music that um, I found Uh, almost uh, like a constant in his uh, production Uh, and by the way he was an extremely prolific uh, composer Uh, the greater majority of his recordings are of his own music and uh, it's very uh, easy to find even live recordings of the music of his original music with different artists there is a great variety of live recordings of Michel Petrucciani playing with uh, uh, great uh, ensembles and collaborators Um, my favorites are the ones with uh, uh, Steve Gard and Anthony Jackson there is a Live in Tokyo which I have listened, I don't know, perhaps a a million times and uh, also his duet with uh, Lee Konitz, saxophone player his uh, ability to uh, be lyrical in his own improvisation and to uh, magnify the lyricism of a soloist is uh, unmatched the first quality I'm gonna talk about is how easy listening is Petrucciani's music Um, and we need to be a bit careful with this term easy listening I think there is a perhaps a faulty association with this term Uh, by easy listening um, most academic and musically um, educated people will have a negative association with it Um, pop is uh, easy listening elevator music is easy listening I would like to offer a thought about it Easy listening means that it is easy to appreciate, that is intuitive, music that flows easily into our ears, that is easy to follow and even easy to memorize. And um, despite the fact that there is plenty of music that achieves that without uh, any particular uh, intellectual or emotional depth, this is also something that is achieved by art and artist, through uh, the greatest uh, complexity Chopin particularly uh, pointed this out when he said, and I'm quoting simplicity is the highest goal achievable when you have overcome all difficulties after one has played a vast quantity of notes more notes it is simplicity that emerges as the crowning reward of art end of quote so obviously simplicity here refers to the creation of art uh, a concept against unnecessary complexity but that doesn't translate automatically into being easy listening good art is easy to appreciate and that is usually the result of uh, the creator of art having gone through deep complexity and having emerged at the end with an artwork that looks simple on the surface but that encapsulates the essence of art this is uh, the paradigm through which uh, I am offering you uh, Petrucciani's music as easy listening. The first example of that would be the melody of a tune called Looking Up it's just a a major scale it could be really played by a child and um, the harmony underneath is uh, a bit uh, modern or uh, jazz uh, but uh, you could sense and you could follow the melody so easily Joyful is the uh, is this kind of music. It's uh, of course jazz, but uh, at the same time is also so uh, so linear, so classical, so uh, so strong and square and symmetric and uh, and, and and perfect. I I think it's just perfect. Another example in which he uses very uh, linear melodies is uh, this tune called uh, Rocket and it goes like this you could hear how uh, super simple is this melody it's just an arpeggio and a scale a little uh, bluesy variation straightforward this is but his uh, his amazing uh, talent in the jazz and harmony made him uh, create this accompaniment is one of uh, those tunes that we will call uh, j- uh, jazz waltzes because uh, they are in free but regardless it's just uh, such a lyrical and uh, easy to uh, follow melody lyricism is indeed the second quality that I would uh, associate to Michel Petrucciani's music lyricism meaning the potential that a melody has to to be sung and indeed to be associated, to be attached to lyrics um, so if a melody uh, is sung possibly has particular qualities that uh, associate this melody to the way the voice works for example being the stepwise motion that's something that uh, voice do easily uh, or having uh, uh, breaks between phrases that uh, resemble uh, the way in which uh, a singer will uh, take breaths and uh, that will also create a more natural uh, flow of uh, the discourse um, so a clear example of a uh, Pedro Cane's lyricist could be uh, this tune called uh, Brazilian-like sounds uh, more melancholic and a bit of uh, Brazilian saudade, perhaps. Um, another beautiful one, in this case uh, a ballad, extremely uh, heartfelt and um, I, I would say also easy listening despite uh, its uh, more intricate harmony, is uh, a tune called Home. Thank you. the only thing this tune is missing is uh, lyrics I think it speaks about uh, love about missing someone who is probably uh, away and uh, our longing for being reunited with this person Um, this person possibly is a home where at the moment we are not Now. Uh, another couple of examples are uh, uh, in these uh, other tunes one is uh, uh, could be considered very simple in uh, the form, material, and the style it's called uh, Cantabile and um, it sounds like this to listen and very singable as well we encounter here uh, other two qualities that I wanted to associate today with regards to overall Michel Petrucciani's music one is its uh, uh, relationship with uh, funk pop and uh, latin uh, genres and also uh, some sort of uh, general child play attitude some sort of uh Quirkiness uh, and uh, and lightness of spirit that uh, um, pervades uh, his uh, creativity. Uh, so before we get into these two new direction, I wanted to give a last example of uh, something that I consider uh, very lyrical, but at the same time very jazzy and all. Uh, wrapped into a very easy listening composition this time it's a tune called It's a Dance regards to um, uh, this thing that I was uh, mentioning this uh, interest by Pedrucciani for uh, pop funk and uh, Latin uh, music well he has such an energy in his uh, improvisation his live performances by the way the ones that are uh, recorded are phenomenal Um, if you are Interested in uh, jazz, but uh, you never really know what to do with uh, genres like uh, funk, Latin, or uh, or or even pop. I encourage you to be open, particularly with the uh, funk and Latin. The element of uh, physical dance is quite uh, um, it's quite strong, and uh, when musician or jazz instrumentalist they improvise in that style you can hear uh, the uh, physical energy coming through their instrument and in the case of other genres like uh, pop or even rock when uh, a jazz artist merges his uh, style with pop and rock you might have the sense that uh, the attempt is uh, to make their uh, unique jazz voice more easy listening uh, following the what we earlier said about easy listening sometimes to make something easy to sink in in the ears of the listener, you might have to smoothen things up, uh, take away all the angles of your creativity um, a jazz artist like uh, Petrucciani is uh, able to create compositions that are extremely rich harmonically, rhythmically, melodically as the best jazz is but to make it also sound extremely uh, palatable uh, and appreciable to the non jazz listener uh, this is the case of uh, a tune like uh, September 2nd that uses a strong latin and uh, pop uh, rhythm and uh, there are bits of uh, funk too Strength of his uh, voice with this type of uh, melodies, uh, very assertive, but also flamboyant. My last example for today's episode is uh, called uh, "Little Piece in C" for you, and uh, it was a, It's a perfect example of how Petrucciani incorporates a childlike spirit, which I find uh, very inspiring. is common. I, I at least personally, find it common in those artists who had a personal life affected by a very unique uh, uh, path. In this case, someone who is um, uh, cursed with a physical um, disease quite uh, limiting and painful, and at the same time being blessed with a uh, uh, musical talent like uh, no other, and uh, it's uh, to me remarkable how, um, among the many possible reactions that one can have uh, to t- such a such a complex uh, mix of uh, features, uh, one is to possibly um, refer or. Isolate yourself in a world of uh, um, childlike uh, uh, memories, dreams, or or desires, uh, which is something that, uh, for example, I find uh, in common with the personal history of uh, uh, Mozart uh, or Michael Jackson, people who, in a way or another, have been deprived in young age from uh, the joys and the innocence or the carefree possibility to experience uh, joy Uh, and uh, in their creative uh, work later on they develop either a sense of uh, melancholy and and possibly even resentment or regret or in the case of uh, Petrucciani uh, and Mozart certainly a uh, uh, very uh, playful and um, remarkably uh, light attitude to uh, creativity so this is little piece in c for you This was my last example. I hope I have given you enough um, motivations and reasons to to go listen to Michel Petrucciani's many beautiful recordings. There is a lot of original materials of his, but also a lot of uh, arrangements of uh, uh, gestures and fortunately a lot of live recordings. Uh, You can also find plenty of uh, video material. Um, I hope you enjoyed this talk, and now what I'm going to do, I'm going to play a medley of uh, all these tunes, one after another. I'm not going to improvise, so all you hear is going to be his own uh, writing. I hope you enjoy this podcast, and uh, I look forward to our next one.